Welcome to the Deep Dive Spirituality Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Brian Russell, and today's episode is a bonus episode of of sorts. What what follows is going to be the episode one of a new podcast that I'm creating with my friend Mark Dunwoody. It's called The Watering Hole, a podcast for coaches. And I'm putting it out as, a, as an episode of the Deep Dive Spirituality Conversations podcast for those of you who may be interested in coaching so that you can check out this podcast in its raw form. Again, I'm going to have a different playlist on my YouTube channel that will host the Watering Hole podcast, and it will also be available wherever you find your audio versions of, po- of, of podcasts. So I hope if you like this episode that you'll go ahead and search out the Watering Hole podcast. You can find links to where it's at on Spotify as well as on YouTube in the show notes. But this is episode one where Mark and I talk about the watering hole as a metaphor for coaching. We talk about what coaching is and what coaching has actually done for us. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at brian at brianrussellphd.com. I hope you enjoy this uh, new podcast that, again, I'm co-creating with my friend, Mark Dunwoody. Yeah, welcome to the first episode of the Watering Hole Coaching Podcast. I'm Brian Russell, and this is my co-host right next to me or under me, uh, Mark Dunwoody. Uh, we started a few years ago during the COVID lockdowns talking about coaching. We got together and sometimes we coached ourselves. We shared best practices. And then after a while, we said, hey, let's start sharing this with the world. So we put together what was for a while like a mastermind group around coaching where folks just came and talked. We used the idea of watering hole and uh, we decided now to share some of the best insights with you. So we're super grateful for you who are giving this episode a listen. And if you find it helpful, please share it with your friends and with your networks. Uh, But Mark, um, before we go any farther, where did you come up with the idea of calling a coaching podcast and even a group of coaches uh, the watering hole? What's that uh, metaphor mean to you? Well, actually, it's a it's a theory. It's a theory from a guy called David Thornburg, um, who's an educational futurist. And he talks about three learning spaces we have as human beings. Since the ancients, we have these three learning spaces. And one is called the campfire. One is called the cave and one is called the warring hole. So historically, the cave was a quiet, private space where individuals had a chance to reflect and think and, and transform from, transform knowledge from external knowledge into internal belief because we, we transform what's outside of us into inside of yourself. Um, so that was his idea of what a cave means. Space reminds us that personal, spiritual and emotional health comes from a healthy balance of uh, retreat and engagement with the world. Um, so the campfire was a space as well for many thousands of years where people gathered to learn from an expert. You know, an expert came to the local village, the local town, and people came um, there. And also wise elders at the campfire passed down insights through storytelling. Uh, most ancient cultures was they passed stories through um, word of mouth for thousands of years and they replicated that culture then for the next generation. And that space reminds us as well as the importance of having, uh, being and having coaches in their lives. You know, having 
always say everybody needs a Gandalf in their lives, you know, someone that can speak into your life. Uh, and then the, finally, the watering hole is uh, Thornburg's third space, where he talks about an informal space where peers can share information and discoveries. And they can act as both the learner and the teacher at the same time. And it serves as an incubator for ideas and can, and can promote a sense of shared culture. And I suppose the watering hole came up for me because we were doing that. We were sharing ideas and uh, coaching each other and so on. When COVID struck, you know, the whole world closed down. So me and you, we went to Zoom. I think we met like every Friday afternoon for, for a long time. We had these coaching conversations. And we talked about tools and we shared tools. And we thought, why don't we use this with other people? So that's where we built the community over the next year or two. Uh, that's the that's the genesis of the warning yeah, and the coolest thing about this where this is a podcast and a video cast so we can also find this on youtube if you're not listening if you want to see uh, what we look like beyond just the uh, the audio uh, version of this but what i've what i've appreciated about this bigger watering hole that we're talking about is, is this is an international group because i live in the united states uh, you live in uh, in in Northern Ireland, and and we've been able to actually work with people from all over the world so far. We what we had uh, folks that came to our kind of our gathering from Africa, from um, the mainland of Europe, and in, in Eastern Europe, Western Europe, United States, Canada. So we actually kind of put together a global community. So that's one of uh, one of the things I hope we are able to continue to do too is serve people all over the world who are interested in coaching. Yeah. Love that. I mean, I think the premise of coaching is to help people remove barriers to move forward in their lives. And for me, I think what we've done with the water hole is exactly that. So we're democratizing coaching. People could look up your stuff, they could look up my stuff, and they actually put it, would have enough knowledge and tools to get going to be a coach in whatever context they find themselves in. So part of, I think, what we're doing, we're, we're really disrupting this dusty old world of of education and coaching where people think they have to have a qualification, they have to do this. You know, we we will be sharing enough tools between all our different things that we do, plus the water hole for anybody to learn how to manage knowledge of themselves and others, the people that they lead. Yeah, that's and it's going to be so fun. And I guess yeah. we're, before we get too far ahead of ourselves, if someone's listening and they just wonder, like, what is coaching? You know, and we're, again, we're not talking about sports coaching. We're yeah. talking about life coaching, business coaching, personal development coaching. But like, uh, how do you understand a uh, coaching, Mark? Yeah, I think coaching for me is is um, the space to to reimagine a problem and reframe it as a question. You know, I, I actually shared a little video on social media today where we can. You know, we we were born as as little babies with a blank sheet and a blank mind. And we gathered all those belief systems and so on through our journey. And sometimes we get stuck in our life because our mind gets stuck. So having someone that can just talk you through and help you gain a new perspective on something is is key. I mean, we have moved we have moved from an industrial age to the age of knowledge. So you as a manager, you as a leader. Um, you manage people's knowledge. No one needs to stay with you anymore. You know, we see that with young people. Like if a job doesn't suit a young person, they're out of there. You know, they're different now. We see that in so many organizations. We see, I think during 2021, there was 47 million Americans voluntarily quit their jobs. People are always quitting jobs. They're moving to new things. They're trying to do different stuff. And 
the ones who don't, you get stuck with them. So you need to figure out ways that you can manage people's knowledge to help them moving forward. What it isn't, it isn't counselling. It's not therapy. Coaching is usually future focused. Um, it's you've got coaching and mentoring. Um, sometimes, you know, some people will say coaching and mentoring is two completely different things. Sometimes it's a bit different for me. I don't know about you, Brian, because if you have a notion and you have knowledge and experience in the subject, when I work with people, I can offer mentoring. But I don't necessarily need to be a mentor for somebody that I don't know anything about. It's pure coaching. So coaching's allowing that space for new possibilities and new ideas to bubble up and a new way of being. And also, we see statistically, and you can Google whatever you like, people who are coached in every walk of life tend to be more fruitful. They just do, you know? So that answer your question. I mean, yeah, and that, to that, what would you add? To yeah, and everything you said, that's been my experience too. I found as I've opened myself up to coaching, I've been able to become more fruitful both uh, professionally, personally, and, and in my spiritual life. And I love what you said. You made that key distinction between therapy and coaching. A, a way that I like to say is that like coaching takes where you are and helps you to get where you want to be. And so we sort of work on the gaps, the blocks, um, the excuses that sometimes a person makes. So a coach is like a person that comes alongside and it's like a great sports coach. It's It's somebody that's unconditionally for you and for the person and the mission that you say that you want to get to. And the coach listens. It's kind of almost like a, it's almost like a non-equity partner in your personal business. So they're not taking a chunk of your equity, but they're literally serving like a personal board of directors to help you move forward. Yeah. I also like the distinction that you made between uh, coaching and, and mentoring. Again, they're similar. So sometimes a coach, it's all about questions and we're essentially trying to draw out of our client, the person that we're coaching, the resources that that person actually has that they may not be aware of. I mean, that's sort of classic coaching. And then sometimes, like you said, uh, we, we could be knowledge experts. Um, I bring a, a, a particular set of school a skills, especially around spiritual formation, spiritual development. And so sometimes it's more like I put on like a consulting hat where I actually bring maybe a system. Certain business coaches do this too. You may have a system that you can share with a business owner. So there can be a teaching part of that relationship too. It just depends on what the client needs. So like I know for me, when I think about what is coaching, it's me showing up to be unconditionally for the person that I have the privilege of serving to help that person get to where they say they want to be, or maybe even if we want to make it more spiritual, where they say God is trying to get them uh, right. to. So, I mean, that, that's 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 all I would add. And again, we can say more and we will as we uh, develop this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And so how, how did you actually get into coaching, Mark? What's a little bit of oh, your story? Great story. Or it's a great question. I I've I'm someone who thrives in change. Like I love change. I just love change, um, which drives some people crazy probably in my life. Uh, I've lived in five different countries and three different continents. Um, at the minute, I work in Australia. I live in Ireland. I do work in states, Europe. I coach people in Africa. I love change and I love cultures. How we're all the same, but we're all different. So looking back at my life, I was a very young entrepreneur. Um, so I noticed that I just 
loved creating something that wasn't yet in the world. So I love bringing new things to the world. And I, and when I talk with people, I make them realize that we all bring something new to the world every single day. If you have a chance to reflect on what you're bringing to the world for good or bad, you can then have growth and you can actually start to measure and notice the change in your life. So I've done that. I've done massive multi-million dollar projects where I've helped bring something new to the world. I've done things in a five minute conversation with people have helped someone bring new insight to the world. So I've probably at this stage, because I'm quite old, probably about 30 years of sort of change management. And I just love working with organizations and individuals. And I think we are at one of the most exciting times in human history for new ways of being. And I think that's why, you know, I don't, I don't advertise. People come to me, you know, I, I tend to give as much um, knowledge and as much human value to who I can every day. And I just always learn about coaching and love coaching because it can just, it can transform you. Uh, and it's, yeah, so I've done lots of different things and brought new things to the world. And I'm getting to a stage now where lots of things that I come across when I work with folks I've seen before, you know. And I think as well, we just touched on the, the difference in society now. So the cloak of society is participation, isn't it? It's knowledge. There's less and less. You know, we're not, we're coming out of an industrial age where everybody lined up to go into school and set in rules and workplaces from nine to five, Monday to Friday, factories. We, we, we Machines took all over all these jobs and now we're managing knowledge with people. So that's that, that certainty of life, that certainty of what would happen in five, 10, 15 years is disappearing like snow up a dike. So we see that it's really important to keep reflecting where you are and what opportunities then you have to grow and change. And I think that's why I love coaching because it leads to a deep, deep personal transformation. And it's the best gift in the world, you know, just to 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 speak into people's lives, to be part of that journey. No, it's fantastic. And I can say uh, I got into coaching. I've always been interested in personal development, even when I was a, a younger, a younger uh, professor. But uh, my real moment came in um, really 2010 when I went essentially through a uh, just an existential crisis my family fractured um, I was I was literally broke uh, some relationally fractured financially fractured and at that moment I realized I'm getting this reset that I didn't want but I had agency and I needed to be really lean in and become, uh, the person that I really sensed that God had had created me to be. So I went on this just what I call deep dive adventure um, and worked with coaches, worked with different programs. I read hundreds of books on personal development, psychology, uh, finances, and I just got all of this knowledge together. Ultimately, I would say to save myself yeah, yeah. and for my and my kids and then to rebuild uh, build a life. And what was interesting out of that, it made me a better professor, and I started caring for my students at a deeper level. And I started doing, I guess now looking back, I was coaching my students. They were coming to me, and I was able to coach them in my office. And then I began doing group mentoring uh, for students. And then a group of former students of mine said, hey, would you coach us? 
And so out of that was sort of born the work that I do. I, I do group coaching for pastors. And then at the same time, an old friend of mine, he used to be a pastor. He's now a very successful business coach. He saw me, he saw that I'd lost a bunch of weight, mm -hmm. said I was a completely different person. And he remembered, he asked me what happened. I told him my story and he goes, Hey, do you want to be a business coach? Mm -hmm. And so he invited me to join his firm and through his mentoring, I've learned not just to coach pastors around kind of spiritual growth, church issues, but I've added this whole piece on how to help small business owners get the freedom that they wanted, which was all purpose of working for yourself. If you don't, if you know, but a lot of people who go into business want freedom and all they end up doing is handcuffing themselves to some business where they're the only person that does everything. And so my, you know, my mentor, Glenn, he taught me how to help business owners set up systems that increase their, you know, return on investment while giving them more time by helping them to build a team around them. And so that's kind of how I got into coaching. So I, you know, I do one-on-one -on -one stuff uh, for both people interested in deeper spirituality, but folks that want to, that are, I would say, spiritually minded entrepreneurs. And I do group programs that are primarily aimed at helping pastors to uh, be the type of pastors that really work for the love of God and neighbor uh, in the world. And so I've been, you know, I guess I've been coaching professionally since by professional, I mean, somebody actually paid me for since uh, 2018. So it's coming up on six years since I actually had my first paying client. It's, and I love it. It's been, uh, been life-giving. So why is coaching, Mark? I mean, you hinted a little bit about what coaching did for you and, but like what, what, what's so special about coaching and, you know, maybe why would people want to co want a coach for their own lives or their business? Yeah, I think that's a question I ask myself a lot. And I've had one wish for, like, everybody close to me knows the importance of coaching my family and good friends and have coaching, coaching conversations, and they know the benefits of it. I think in a, in a level in our minds, there's, there's usually a cognitive dissonance between what we think and what we actually know of the world. Um, and I think there's a lot of people don't open themselves to, to change and to being changed. I think um, you can't innovate perfection. So I would get quite a few people, not, yeah, quite a few people would come to me, we'd have a chat, and I know that they wouldn't be coachable. And that, I don't know about you, Brian, but I just don't coach anybody that I don't click with or a, I don't think will be a challenge. There has to be, there has to be, there has to be a, a problem that needs to be reframed as a question, a willingness to open themselves to something new, and it's incredible when that happens. Um, and coaching is a powerful way of changing your mindset because our our whole world, our world, exists between our ears. Like what we think of the world and how it's constructed between between your ears, you know, um, and that's how the world is. And if we can change our perspective and one little thing in our life it can have a knock-on effect i mean we'll probably talk about it in more episodes but you know you know yourself like coaching actually heals the physical body coaching heals us emotionally coaching heals us spiritually when we start to understand that um there's something off about us emotionally there's something off about our lives that has a spiritual and a physical effect on our bodies and i've seen that with people that i work with so coaching for me is, we're in a period of change. 
we're in a period of great disruption. I, I talk about realistic hope a lot. There's more jobs created than there's ever been. Yes, AI is going to take a lot of jobs and there's going to be even more jobs created. There's going to be new ways of learning. There, I just We talked before I come on about a church that I heard started online with a couple of hundred people. It's now at 15,000. So Christianity is growing around the world. If you look at the figures, it's growing. There'll be more and more Christians um, growing around the world and faith people. There'll be more in businesses started, but they're doing it in a different way. They're doing it a different way than it has been before. And and it's, and it's I think coaching is, is one of those things that, yeah, you have to admit, you have to be humble enough to admit you don't know everything. And I, I think that's one of the most amazing things for me as I work with people. I work with some amazing people and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, they're humbling themselves to work with me. You know, and I'm like a bit of uh, imposter syndrome sometimes, you know. I don't know if you get that, you know, but if you humble yourself to ask more questions in life, to to not take everything for granted, to realise that something could be different. And here's the kicker, to know that you play a part in it. You know, it's not your boss's fault. It's not your spouse's fault. It's not because your your parents didn't hug you hard enough when you were young. It's not your, it's you. You're that person now. You're going to face up tonight. You're going to do the deep work. And that's why it's something I've noticed about coaching. You know, when you coach people for a year, it can take two or three months before you get into the weeds of what's actually going on. Um, so coaching for me is just, it's incredible. And I love, you know, I've got a coaching accreditation system. It's all online. And I've been able to train coaches and help coaches start coaching businesses. And it's just, it's amazing. You know, and when you can, you know, I, I talked to someone the other day that just, I was informally coaching a lady in, in my family and she she called me to say oh my gosh I'm loving work so much she used to get involved in everybody's dramas at work she needed to be needed by other people so she was always involved in dramas so we went through a spinning arm with her and we got to underline well, why do you have to be involved in everybody's drama why can't you stay off why can you not have an opinion you know and she's done that for a month and she feels completely different she feels physically better, emotionally better, and spiritually better because she's not getting involved in everybody's stuff and fear and anxiety. And, um, you know, we've talked about this before with PQ Intelligence. There's a tool out there. You can Google PQ Intelligence. I love, we both love their stuff and we use it. You know, if something happens, something happens to you, you have a choice. You can see it as negative. You can be pessimistic about it. You can see that it's going to be a disaster. You can see blah, 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 blah. Or else you can see as a new opportunity to learn, to gain new knowledge and to gain new strength and power. You get to choose. And I think working with a coach, whether you hire a coach or whether you just get a couple of friends and say, look, let's coach each other informally. Um, you start to reframe what voice you're playing with, what narrative you're playing with. And again, it can be hard work because you maybe had 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years, you know. Of, of people telling you how to think and what to think so that's a short answer but you that's know I, I love coaching I'm, I'm passionate about coaching and I'm at a stage in my life where I just I just love it and I just see the people who, who are thriving in life are the people who are open to reframing problems as questions and realizing they play a part in it whatever's happening yeah that's so good and I'll just add a couple things here as we as we um, um wrap things up 
Yeah. For me, why coaching? And you said the word, I love it, thriving and flourishing. And, you know, most of us deep down want to thrive and flourish. Um, ultimately, you know, one of my goals is like, I'll be 55 in 2024 is, um, you know, I'm looking like, you know, however long I live, it's like, I don't plan on retiring. Again, I plan on retiring from certain activities, but I want to live a life with purpose. So to me, coaching helps people you have assume the agency that they actually have to create or co-create the future that they really sense they're called to and a good coach cuts through the baloney that we tell ourselves i could use a more colorful word but i'll just say the the baloney and the garbage and instead like you hinted at it i love coaching because i think in coaching we can help clients turn their obstacles into the actual raw material to get forward. So in other words, we cut through excuses. A good coach can help us see blind spots, parts of ourselves that really aren't serving us, that are actually undercutting who we say we want to be. We help clients and to, to find the, their own self-limitations that they've put on it. Because like, again, you said the key word is this backdrop of complexity and uncertainty. In great coaching, helps people essentially gain self-mastery over their time, over their emotions, over their ability to deal with complexity so that when we go into the world, whether, whether you're a pastor, a small business owner, an employee somewhere, so that when you use your words, when you exercise whatever power that you have, it's going to serve the greater good and the, and the greater mission. Love that. Yeah. So this is gonna be this is gonna be so fun uh, doing yeah. this with you, Mark. And I think we already gave folks a taste of some of the episodes that are that are coming up. And yeah. you know, let me add one other thing. I meant to lead with this on what coaching does. In, in a nutshell, for me, coaching helps the person being coached to think about their own thinking. I mean, you said something about that. It's like to see what's going on, to step back, take a bigger picture of what's going on so that you can move forward with clear, decisive action. Yeah, I love that. I mean, we I, I led a team in England on a large project a few years ago, and we would do that. Like, it's, So it can be quite complex, but it actually can be some simple around coaching. If someone had a problem or something were stuck in something, they would say, we would say to each other, can you coach me? Five minutes. So it was, what's going on? What would you like to be different? Where would you like to start? And how would you know if you've made progress? That's it. That's what a lot of coaches will charge you twenty thousand dollars for <laughs> the big bucks. But that's it. You know, and if you can master those skills for your life, you know, and you can be in that room with that person, and you know that uh, you're not there to be the, you're not there to answer that person. But you're there to give that person that power. And I think that's what I would add to what you know coaching is. We live in a society where so many people want to take your power. They want to take your power and sell you something or tell you who you are or whatever. With coaching, with a good coach, you you own your power. Yes. You own your own power and you find out who you are. And I've worked with people who, who are in later stages of life who are only starting to begin to understand who they are. They're not um, living the script now of what society has told them who they are, their church or their business or their even relationships, you know, so it's it's just a, it's an amazing, I don't know, what would we call it, tool methodology, you know, uh, um, 
mindset, but just to have someone in your life that would just ask you questions about yourself and just help you change your perception and something. It's just, it's magical. It's, it's a blessing. In, indeed. And, and, uh, and I think, I think that that little basic coaching framework, that can be one of our first episodes. So watch yeah, for that, that one in coming weeks. And, uh, and I would just say to everybody listening to like everything, just to even summarize what Mark said, everybody listening, whether you're a young person or whether you're a seasoned elder, you're never too young. You're never too old to become the person you were created to be. And coaching is one of the modalities that both Mark and I have found that helps us to step into those spaces. And with the watering hole, we're hoping that this can add value to you so you can get to that place as well. Yeah, that's great, Brian. So, yeah, that's our first episode. That's exciting. And we, you know, it's, it's primarily for anybody who wants to learn about how to learn more about coaching and how to manage change in their own lives and the people they lead and so on. But, but we're very aware of the Wharton Hole community that we all have, that we have and we love. So, um, so uh, yeah, it's just through this podcast, our dream is that coaching becomes more and more mainstream and people use that uh, way of coaching to lead change, you know, and it brings help and it helps people be healthy, spiritually, physically, emotionally healthy. Because we can do that, then we can change one person's life. We can change their family's life. We can change their social. So we can start to, to make change in the world and help people um, deal with change and approach change with the with the posture of a realistic hope. I'm in, Mark. I think we probably put a pin on this episode and yeah. uh, we'll have contact information in the show notes. Again, if you found it helpful, please subscribe, share it with friends. If you have coaching questions, um, either add them to the comments wherever you're listening or, or you can send them to the information that you have in the in the show notes. And so uh, thanks, Mark. And uh, this will be fun and look forward to our next episode. Thanks, Brian. Take care. God bless.